This morning, we're taking your questions and talking about kink. <laughs> Welcome to a BSing with Barrick and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. Right now. Right, right now. So you'll notice I said good morning instead of tonight. I did. Yeah. I did. It actually still is morning. Yes. So this is our first morning podcast. Right. We're still in our jammies. It is late. It is late in the morning, but <laughs> but it, it's Sunday. You know, it's it's Sunday. It's the day before we're supposed to have the podcast in, and um, we're just saying, what the hell? We're going to sit here in our fucking pajamas and do this and in have the, the fun. fortress of solitude, right in the fortress of, with the Sheba's nice, gorgeous breasts staring me in the face from across the table, which is luscious. <laughs> So, so you want to tell him about this morning? So yesterday, oh, he found some more morning sex again. Right, I found some more morning <laughs> sex. If you didn't hear last time, uh, or if you weren't paying attention to the Fet Life feed, which you know a lot of people don't, and that's okay. Uh, um, the uh, there was a last time, uh, last uh, like it was last week sometime. I said, I said, uh, I woke up in the morning and I was running my hand under the covers up Sheba's thigh, and she looks at me and says, "What are you looking for?" And I said, uh, morning sex. And I said, keep searching. It's down there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, uh, remarkably, it was, it was morning sex was there and, uh, it made its own appearance and it was fantastic. So this morning, you know, we, we, we had, uh, last week we ordered a thing and I'm not sure what the thing is. It's a, I don't know what you would call that. It's like an attachment that goes over the top of my vibrator right, it goes my... on the head of the magic wand yeah right right so i'm sure women would be familiar with this there's one that has like a curved thing that's supposed to be for g spots mm-hmm. well this one has like a boat thing mm-hmm. plus an insert that hits the g spot so it's like all cylinders firing at the same time right. apparently it was quite <laughs> good because it hits the perineum right, it right. hits the clit it's deep inside hitting right. the g spot and it vibrates so i'm like hello <laughs> Yeah. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to send Dan a picture so he can uh, add it to the um, to the to the page to the page right so that people can so that or- people can see what we right. tried and we ordered it on Amazon it was fantastic it was we ordered it on Amazon it cost us like ten bucks you know yes under back massager attachments no it was, this was not it was a, it was under magic wand attachments it was this white thing that looked like some alien you know. Some alien. It looked like an alien. No, al- I said it looked like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Right, right. Well, what it, what it looked like to me was one of those, um, you know, those discs, like a satellite disc. It looked like a satellite. <laughs> it does. It looks just like a satellite. Uh, whatever those things are called, you know, those uh, like like the one your parents have in the backyard. A satellite dish. It looks like what a satellite that? dish. It looks a little like a smaller satellite dish. You're crazy. No, I'll show you. I'll take it out. It's not round. It's raining. No. Oh. It's not round. No, I'm just, I'm not saying it's round. I'm saying that's that like from the side. That's what it looks okay. like. Either so, way. Either way, it was. Uh, I highly recommend it. Right. You, you, it didn't, you didn't have a problem orgasming very quickly with that. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So, and it could have been my dick in your mouth. It could have been. Yeah. Right. yeah. Could have been a combination. Right, a combination of the two because yeah. you are very oral. I am very oral. Right. Yeah. I like things in my mouth. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, I see a lot of, I see a lot of like when I'm, I'm perving on FetLife, I see a lot of people who have this name like oral 
magnificence and you know all this all these oral names and i'm like i wonder what that's about and i i stopped wondering yeah you know i get it you get it i totally get it yeah, yeah you're totally oral it's fantastic yeah so what the hell so are we what, talking what, what, about what today <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we talking about today distracted right. um what what well we could go to a question if we want to okay shall we go to a question let us go to a question yes okay i mean okay here we go so I got a note from a young lady on FetLife, and it's not on here. Really? Yeah, what'd you do with it? What, what was it? Well, did you look on the back? Oh. What was it about? Well, oh, okay. Um, yeah, she was, she was relatively new to, to the lifestyle and to mm-hmm. the scene, and she actually contacted me to get some information about someone that I have played with so that she could find out, you know, kind of vet them and mm-hmm. get, you know, sure. my point of view on whether or not I thought this person was a good person and a good player. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me for some other tips about what a new person should do when they're setting up you know, dates or times to go meet people that mm. they see mm. right, on right, FetLife right. and they start talking to. And, you know, I mean, they've never met this person in in a public, you know, forum. Sure, it's, sure. it's an online forum. Um, so she just wanted to get some advice on, on how to do that, how to meet someone. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I, I mean, I had a similar thing happen to me um, about a week ago. I had somebody that I had, I was, I had bounced off of at some point. You know, we had, we had met at, a, at an event. And uh, I got a message out of the blue. Hadn't seen her in a long time. And I got a message out of the blue that says, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about bottoming. And would you be interested in topping me? And I, I said, well, you know, sure. I'd be, I'd, you know, we could talk. We certainly talk about it. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not very committal unless I can feel the energy. You know, I don't, like if somebody. So you don't make play dates with strangers unless you can meet them in person. Right, right. I don't. I, you know, I traditionally don't. If I've met them once and the energy's good and, you know, whatever. I'll, and even if they're like smoking hot, uh, I'll be like, yeah, let's, let's sit down and talk. Let's negotiate. Let's see if we have some things in common. Primarily because I, I want to make sure these days I want to play for high energy, mm. you know? And if I play for, cause I, I really don't want to, you know, I mean, I have you and, and, and you're like filet mignon. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have a McDonald's cheeseburger. I'd, yeah. I'd rather have some high quality steak or some lobster or something, you know, some good, and well, there goes those food analogies. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only oral one. No, mm. that's true. But I want to make sure the energy is going to be heightened enough so that, so that, so that I'm interested. So that both of you yeah. get something out of it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she, she says, uh, hey, let's, let's play. Um, you know, let's, I'm interested in playing. And I said, okay, you know, next time we go to an event, let's, let's sit down and talk and maybe we can play at the event, yada, yada, yada. And she says, well, I, I, don't, I don't really play in public because of my persona. You know, my persona is, is more toppy and I want to keep that. And, you know, I'm not really sure. And so I said, uh, well, to be perfectly honest, I don't play with strangers in private. I, you know, even though I know you and, uh, you know, you've got a fair reputation, I don't do it. I, I you know, I play like if we play at a, an event and we get to know each other and, you know, then we have lunch and so forth, then I'll make that decision. But I uh, just in general, it's there's too much liability. Yeah, you know? I agree. There's too I much. Agree. And, and it's not only that, 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 you know, somebody can somebody could accuse me of something. It's also that that, um, you know. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to be put in a situation like that. I don't want to have there, it be a, he said, she said situation. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd much rather play in public. I'd much rather, um, 
you know, because then everybody sees, oh, well, obviously they were both enjoying it. Da, 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 da. He kept to the limits. She kept to her, she kept to her limits. She, everything was great. You yeah. know, hmm. you know, there's a backup. Right. There's a real backup. Well, it's interesting to me. Yeah. That, that, I mean, you're coming from a man's point of view, <laughs> you're coming from it, um, as you don't want there to be, you know, a, he said, she said situation. You don't want to feel like, you know, your integrity could be called into question because you played in public and, or no, you played in private yeah. and something may or may not have happened that this person says did. I don't want okay. anything to sully my reputation. Right. I've worked very hard. Okay. I understand that. But from a woman's point of view, yeah. that's not my first thought. Right. My first thought is, I am not going to play in private with a man that I don't know because something could happen to me. Yeah. You know, especially if I'm playing from the bottom. Uh-huh. You know, if I'm playing from the top, there's a little bit more control involved yeah. Yeah. there. But if I'm playing from the bottom, no way am I playing from the bottom in a private space on the first time that I ever meet mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, no, it makes it makes perfect, perfect sense. Right. And I mean, folks, it's all about safety. You know, it's not, it's, I mean, you know, even if you vet somebody, even if the, the, the you know, you're, hell, even if you're playing with me, you know, and I've got a really great reputation, I, it's, it's, it's a risk. It's mm-hmm. a risk, you know, and, and we want to make sure that everybody, everybody in the community is, is safe and, and really, right. um, you know, but we, we can only do so much. Right. So I would say, yeah, like we were saying, the first thing that you can do when coming into the scene to keep yourself safe is to meet in a public place. Mm-hmm. Don't play on the first date. Um, feel out the energy. See what's there. Um, definitely set up a safe call. Trust yeah. your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. When you do meet them, trust yeah. your intuition right, for right. sure. So a safe call for those of you who don't know what a safe call is. It's where you set up with a friend, a loved one, a partner um, to either give you a call at a certain time that you're on this date or you are to call them at a certain time during your date to let them know maybe via code word or just in plain English that everything is good. Make sure that it's not a text because if it's a text, then someone could take your phone and text for you, you know, um, set up a, like a silly little safe word. I don't know, like everything is peachy means yes, it is good. Or everything is fabulous means, you know, if you say the word fabulous, something is going on, something is wrong. Yeah, you know? we, well, the way we use, always used to do it was um, anything that we said that was, oh, it's great. It's good. It's, it's you know, I'm having a, a, a fantastic time. Anything that was like a G letter, you know, that, that you responded but to. But if I came out with the F letter, oh, it's fine. Right. <laughs> then his ears would perk up and he would know there's right. something going right. on. And so, <laughs> so no matter who was listening, you know, and, and we had that whole F thing, you know, oh, it's fabulous. Right. And I immediately knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was, it was, you know, you set up a, a safe word where it was a code. Because if you say. So G meant good or green or go and F meant fucked up. Right. right, right. <laughs> well, and, and the thing about it is like if you say something totally like a non sequitur, they're going to know something's going on. Right. You know, if you say, well, it's a brontosaurus type of day out there. <laughs> you know? Or if you like, even if you say, well, the weather's OK, you know, people are going to be like, what is going on here? There's there's a code that's going on that I don't know about. But if you just say, oh, it's fabulous. Everything's great. Thanks a lot. You know, you know, or, or if you stick to your script or your your word or whatever, there, there, there's there's not even going to be a hitch hitch in your giddy up. 
a hitch in your giddy up. <laughs> a hitch in your giddy up. Yeah. So, but either way, um, even if things are going great, make sure that you set an alarm in your phone and you actually call the person that you said you're going to call <laughs> because if they don't get that call, they're going to go to whatever plan B the two of you agreed to. And so if the police come swarming around the Starbucks that you're sitting in, um, you may have caused a little bit of a panic for nothing. Right. So make sure that you stick with your agreement for your safe call. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my, my, one of my suggestions is, is always get their information first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to play with somebody. Or even if you're not going to play with them. Even if you're just going to go out right, and meet and them. Meet them. Yeah, get, a, get a real picture. Yes. Know and who then, you're meeting. And then when you do meet them, insist on seeing their driver's license. You know? Fork it over and make, that, make sure that they know that that's going to happen as soon as you get there. You want proof as to who this person really is. Mm-hmm. You know? I, don't, I can't say that I do that. I know, I know several women that do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. If somebody asked me for my driver's license and I was meeting them for a date or something like that, I'd be like, sure. You know, I got no problem with that. But, you know, if I'm just meeting somebody for coffee, I don't want, I don't want somebody having my license and my, my uh, you know, addre- home address and all that. I don't, you know, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you meet up with crazy and I don't want, I don't want crazy having my, having my information. Well, you can always put your thumb over, you know, the address part of it if you, if you feel like that. But definitely um, another thing that I do is I will arrive at the location that I'm going to meet somebody before they do. And I will park in a spot where I can see the entrances for the cars coming into the parking lot. And when I see that person get out of whatever car just pulled in, I will make sure to text their license plate number and a description of their vehicle mm-hmm. to whoever my safe call is so that they have that information. And, and make sure, here's the thing, make sure your, your safe call knows that they're going to be getting this information and why. Because, you know, there was one time that, that she was out on a date and all of a sudden I get a license plate number and a car description and I'm like... Are you okay? I'm like, are you stuffed in somebody's trunk? What's going on? Right? I have no idea. It's just totally out of the blue. I get this. I get the license plate and the, the car description, and you know, and I'm like, um, what does this mean? Are you? Were you in an accident? Did you know? Is this something I need to be concerned about, or is this just a check in? So yeah. Anyway, so make sure, yeah, make sure that 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 just be safe about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, here's the thing. NRE, when you're meeting somebody new, NRE is just like fucking heroin. I mean, it's just like the greatest drug you can imagine. It's like the greatest malt that you've ever had at a, at a shake shop. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like mint chocolate chip. It's fantastic, you know, <laughs> and it's, and you can get swept up in this energy. You know, you can get, you can get totally bowled over by this energy and make some really silly choices. Mm-hmm. And when you do, and you end up with buyer's remorse, the you know, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. So <clears throat> the thing is, being safe like this, when you're meeting people in, in person, when you're being safe like this, you're helping out everybody. Right. You know, not only you, but you're helping out the person yeah. you're meeting. And a good way to, to make sure that you take care of all of these issues <laughs> is to meet that person at a community event. Mm-hmm. And speaking of community events right. that are coming up, how's that for a segue, That's folks? a good segue. <laughs> I like that. Um, we have a meet and greet coming up yep. on December 14th. Yep. Come to the AIS meet and greet at uh, the Eight Ball uh, Billiards Club. That is uh, on Morris Road, right in between, uh, I believe it's Tamarack and Cleveland. It's it's more center. It's you know you can't miss it on Morse Road in, in Columbus. We started about eight ish 
some people get there early, some people get there late. We get there around uh, a little before eight, and it, it really kicks off between eight and, and, and nine and goes until God normally midnight ish. 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 You know, it's a good time. It's a public space. It's you'll, a great way to meet yep. people in the scene in a very safe place. Yep. Plus, you'll be meeting them where they may have people who already know them mm-hmm. right there that you can get references from. Yep. <laughs> and uh, references are good things. Yes. <clears throat> uh-huh. So, that's a great place to meet somebody. That's a good, good answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Any more on that? Um. No, I think that's it. Let's. Uh, you want okay. to talk a little bit about another question? Well, there's also one. One other thing is there's. I, I would always recommend reading and reading the Dread Pirates Guide. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, if you if you get on the uh, Adventures in Sexuality website um, or are on the Fet Life page, you will see a sticky for uh, the Dread Pirates Guide. Um, and re- check it out. Check it out. It's really good when you're, especially when you're when you're when you're getting in there. It gives you some more hints, mm-hmm. tips, and tricks. We'll have to change that now to the Dread Pirate PhD. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Dread Pirate. And you know why he's called the Dread Pirate? Yes, I do. Yes. Because he couldn't afford something. He couldn't afford the Dread Pirate Roberts franchise. Right. So he had to just go buy, purchase Dread and Pirate and he couldn't. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Okay, so let's take another question. What right. questions do you want to answer? Okay, so there was a uh, I got a I got an email uh, or I think you handed me this email, um, uh, and it's all about fantasy. 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 Barak and Sheba, my partner and I have been discussing our fantasies, and we seem to have hit a snag, like in the river, like a like snag. in your sweater, right? Like in your socks. Did you have a run in your stocking? What happened? I don't know. Anyway, they hit a snag. They did not. Oh, wait. One fantasy keeps coming up, and I can tell this is one he really wants. However, in order to for that to work for me, I have a few things that I need lined up to make it work. We seem to keep talking circles around this one, and I can't seem to be able to explain that, yes, we can do D, but I need A plus B plus C to get there. This is about the time he points it out that it's his fantasy and not mine. Which I then point out, we can do his fantasy his way, unless he wants it. But unless he wants it to be extremely awkward for me and could cause hurt feelings, I just need a few steps in advance to make that happen. So our question is, how do you negotiate fantasies? Hmm. Hmm. I sure would like to know what this fantasy is. Right, I'm very too. curious about yeah, it I because, like, if his fantasy is, you know. Anal sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you need more than then you. You definitely need some A, B, and C. <laughs> right. You, you, you need some stimulation. You need some lube, and you need a little stretching. Right. Um. Yeah. You definitely need A, B, C. If it's, I mean, if it's just random ass rape, then, um, <laughs> then yeah, you probably need a little bit of, uh, you know, and 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 the reason I bring up ass rape because there's there's an acquaintance of ours um, who lives out in uh, out in a larger state in the southwest who. Um, who is totally into ass rape? Ass rape, and he and he will. Um, he had a a regular girl who would who would like pre lube herself because she knew that at any moment he can grab her and ass rape her. Mm. Um, you know, and they had a, a bit of consent. But then again, that's a right. She's taking care of what she, she needs but to. You're right, but she's taking care of what she needs to. So there's this kind of like uh, fantasy. The the reality to the fantasy is there is some preparation, but in the fantasy of his mind. 
It just happens. Right. 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 There's no, you know, she's the one taking care of A, B, mm-hmm. and C. So that he can have his right, fantasy. So, right. Yeah. So he can launch in and, and be. Right. You know, and the, and the truth is, I mean, you do that for me sometimes. I do. I know? definitely lube up my ass sometimes for you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I do appreciate that. Because you have such a tight ass. And, oh. uh, well, and it's, it's, you have such I think a, you actually made me blush just a little. Well, is that you, possible? Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you're, you just have such a beautiful ass. Thank you. You know, and not only, you know, not only the external part, like that you can see in jeans, but, you know, you have such a lovely asshole. Do I? Oh, uh, my God. You know, there are some people you look at their asshole and you go, oh, that's an asshole. And some, (laughs) (laughs) right. And there are other people you look at and you go, well, that's, that's really a nice asshole. I would like to lick that. Or I'd like to, you know, you know, I'd like to give her a rim job. Okay. You're you're starting to make me wet right now. That's okay. We we have time. We we can put this on pause. (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back (laughs) anyway um no uh so so what i would say is i would figure out first off whenever you're doing a fantasy you 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 always have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself also right right it doesn't have to you know it doesn't have to be that you are like fully satisfied and fulfilled every time no but negotiation is about a win-win right you know, not a win-lose. You don't have to negotiate away, you know, the things that you need for the scene to work for you, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, 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 you, you, know, you just may have to make them something that you take care of before you come in to right. the fantasy. Right. There, yeah. Well, there's also the other idea, which is um, I have, uh, I have um, and, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, my girlfriend... She is able to eroticize just about anything because she's a sick fuck. Right, right. Shout out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's just. I mean, she's really. She's really able to eroticize almost anything, and it's and it's great because the way the way she works is, you know, I can I can grab a hold of her, fuck the hell out of her, throw her on the floor, and go out to dinner. You just using her as a cum dump and she won't have to even get aroused. And later on, she will use that as the spank back of, oh, my God, he's so totally used me. And I'm going to, you know, get totally get myself off on the on the on the memory of it. So it just depends on what you're able to eroticize was in the fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, yeah, yeah, I would say just find what works, find what the ABC is for you and figure out whether it's something that you could satisfy or whether it's something you absolutely need from your partner. Right. Yeah. Cause if, if part of it, if the A and the B are something that you can do on your own mm-hmm. and he only needs to help with like the last part of C before you actually go into his fantasy, then that may help. Then, then he may feel like you're not trying to usurp his fantasy. Right. You know, but definitely negotiate, negotiate, negotiate and right. stick to what you need. Don't, don't, don't give away what you need. Yeah, there's. I mean, here's the thing. There, are, the, we always talk about needs, needs, wants, and desires within a scene. And one of the things that we talk about is, in a scene, something that is a need, which means it will cause physical pain. That if you do not receive it, we use it in the scene in the way of, it will not. It will not be a successful scene if you do not have this thing, right? Whatever it is, that's your need. Right. Your want in the scene is something that if you don't have, it could cause a little bit of emotional pain. Right. And so if you don't have it in the scene, you go, oh, well, you know, like, yeah, I need that. I, I, I need that, but I, I want that. And yeah, if I didn't get it, I, I'll, I'll need more aftercare. I'll need something else. And a desire is just an add to. If you don't have it, you don't have it. If you do have it, woohoo, it's even better. Yeah. 
So make sure you're satisfying your needs, the things that will make the scene successful. Mm-hmm. And if, if the fantasy... And be honest with yourself mm-hmm. about what is a need and what is a want and what is simply a desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you're not... I mean, here's the thing. Sex is a, is, is a lot about... A lot about um, connecting and, and, and energetically communicating with and physically communicating with another human being. There, there, there are times when Sheba and my re- sexual relationship is 20 and 80, right? I'll do... Which I'll, means I'm sitting on his face and stopping him from breathing. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm just lying there, taking you know, it. taking it. And she's, <laughs> and she's, you know, she's doing, she's taking whatever she wants. But I know that the next time... He's going to flip me over and ass rape me. Right. <laughs> right. Or whatever, you know, or whatever I want. I get, uh, you know, that's the whole thing about negotiation. <laughs> you don't have to negotiate every scene to be always exactly what you want. You know, as long as the totality of your relationship, it, it, it equals out in the end. It, right. It balances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I would really like a follow up from this person, whoever mm-hmm. you are. Right. Even if it's just privately, you yeah. know, as to what your fantasy is and, and how you're trying to work through it. Because, yeah, we can absolutely help further, but we need more than A plus B plus C right. equals D. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you give us your fantasy, I mean, I, there may be you, you may not want him to know that you're, you're, you're seeking out advice. But it, it, let me tell you. If you share your information, with someone a, could they download something to you that they've done mm-hmm. that could really like improve what you're doing or, you know, spark some kind of, you know, aha moment for you where you're like, oh, wow, this would be fabulous if we added this to what we're doing. Right. You know, you just never know whose creative, you know, little tidbit could really add to what you're doing. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, we hope we've answered that question for you. Um, like we said, either way, get us get in contact with one or both of us, and um, you know, let us know. Let yeah. us know if we if we've answered your question or if we need to follow it up. Yeah. So you can contact us at um, Barrick and Sheba at AOL. Barrick and Sheba at Yahoo. Barrick and Sheba at Gmail. Barrick and Sheba at Hotmail. Barrick and Sheba at adventuresandsexuality.org. Uh, actually, no. Damn it. Sorry. You it's Barrick at adventuresandsexuality.org or, or Sheba, Sheba at Adventures. And soon, soon, now that you have your little... Yes. Yes. We have a surprise coming for you, but we're not yes. going to share it right yes. now. Sometime in the holiday season, there will be a special gift from Sheba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we're both very excited about. You know, but Sheba more than I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are some ways to get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us at B-A-R-A-K, which is pronounced Barrick, like Eric with a B, at uh, FetLife. You know, on FetLife, you can find either of us. Just spell out B-A-R-A-K or... Brat underscore Sheba. Mm-hmm. And I'm that on Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook. Yep. And now I'm Tumblr, too. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've but it, there's no underscore in Tumblr, I don't think. I yeah. think it's just all Brashiba. Yeah. Well, there's no underscore in uh, in a couple of different places. But mm. if you type in Brashiba, you're going to find her. <laughs> you're probably going to find more than you wanted to. Right? Exactly. <laughs> or, may, or maybe not enough. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> so speaking of of uh, not enough, not enough. <laughs> where where were you the other night? Where was I? <laughs> well, I uh, stopped by Kinky Bowling to just say hello. Yes. There yeah. were. Can I just tell you? I have to thank 
Yeah, funky for putting these together. They're absolutely fabulous. And this one, there were tons of people there, and there were lots of pretty boys to look at. And that has been an ongoing theme for me this year, is the pretty young boys. You fucking cougar. <laughs> they, were, they were just like f- lying about everywhere. Right. <laughs> like fawning about with, with grape leaves and... Big- <laughs> <laughs> like like those Egyptian fuckers with the, with the <laughs> gigantic leaves. No, it's just that every time I turned around, there was another one to look at. It was fabulous. Yeah. There was eye candy everywhere. That's fantastic. <laughs> we have uh, we so we were we were there. I, I was able to stop by after work. I work uh, a very long day shift from eleven to eleven, and um, so I was able to get there just in time to watch it. You know, denigrate into hugs and yeah, hugs and goodbyes. Hugs. But, but it was good to see everybody for a few moments. Yeah. You know. And uh, so I was, uh, while uh, you did, what did you do that? You were like getting your hair done or some shit like that. And, uh, <laughs> I was probably getting a pedicure. No. Yeah. I actually went and did a, a workout. Oh, you were working out. You are doing that whole CrossFit thing. Yes. Yes, yes. Which is toning your ass very nicely. Thank you. You can grab a hold of my cock with it. My goal is, has anyone ever seen that movie Mortal Kombat? Where that chick at the beginning like snaps that guy's neck between her legs, that's my goal. Uh, hopefully, I won't be your. Hopefully, I won't be your bottom for that one. Because I don't. I don't think our insurance pays out if you kill me, <laughs> or or at least or at least make me a paraplegic. Oh yeah, we can't have a that quadriplegic. No. Um, so the other day I was at. Uh, I, I think I was at the Monkey Puzzle Club, and it was hosted by. This time it was hosted by. Uh, uh, Joey and uh, a couple other people. Sandow. No, uh, oh no, no, no. It was it was the uh, it was the one that Sarcasma did. Oh, it was oh, the one yeah. that Sarcasma did. Um, and she was doing uh, uh, communication, and um, I think it was relationship communication part two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was able to. You were out showing support for yeah, one of our absolutely TNG absolutely go go Sarcasma. That was it was uh, great to see you in action. You're excellent uh, stepping up to the plate there. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that, that that you you know maintained the the focus of the class and really kept everybody moving forward and, and, and you had a lot of great information to share. So thanks again for that. It was a lot of fun uh, being a part of that one. And then there was uh, let's see what else did we do. That's it. No, we did the well. I uh, we did the N two K meeting. Oh yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of newbies come out, um, a newer people to the scene uh, who came out and were part of the final. Uh, meeting of the N2K. Right. Which for is, this round. For this we round. Go in, in meetings that go in cycles of four. Mm-hmm. Meeting the start. And, and if you're if you are new to kink, which the, the group's called New 2, the, the, the number two kink uh, on FetLife uh, for Columbus, Ohio. If you are new to the scene, come on out. Uh, we're starting a new cycle. We do four classes uh, or four, uh, I don't know, four, four meetings that cover a lot of the basics in the scene. We're starting again on Thursday, the third Thursday of the month on January 17th. And we're going to be doing the third Thursday of every month for this cycle. So we'll go uh, January, February, March, April, and then we'll start a new one in June. And another great way to educate yourself is um, to listen to the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Um, Each week you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening Podcast with Dan and Dawn. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. And once monthly you can catch a special episode of Erotic Awakening um, hosted by Lee Harrington. Bow-chicka-bow-wow. Yep, so 
That is that is totally cool. Huh. That is fantastic. Yes. Can we do another question? We can do another question. What, what's what's your what's your what's your pleasure, baby? Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, here's another one. Oh, and this it came from from a young gentleman on Fat Life. I believe his name is Cyanide. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm having trouble explaining the poly lifestyle to my other half. I've told her it's about trust and openness and no secrets and about everything being out in the open like a big, happy family. She says she wants to try it, but she's scared. So I'm wondering if you can help me break it down. Break it down. Boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom. Not like that. Seriously. Oh. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> I, man, I thought we were about to go into like, you know. You are not going to do the poly rap, okay? Right. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Nakedness abounds. Yes. Okay, so poly. Uh, basic definition is um, loving, intimate relationships with more than one person at a time um, where all parties are fully, maybe not engaged, but fully acknowledged and, and they know everything that else that's going on. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that's hidden. You were right. It's a, a very open, no secrets lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and just so you know, everybody does poly differently. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the that's things. That's just a broad. Right. That's a very broad topic. You know, I, 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 it's it's like like she was said. That's that's the one common thread. That's more than one simultaneous, uh, fully disclosed relationship. But the thing about it is. Um, it, everybody does it differently. Mm-hmm. And that's the it. best thing about it is you get to define it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you and your primary partner, if you have one, or you, if you're a single going into a poly lifestyle, get to decide what your poly looks like and what your poly boundaries are. You know, there are some great books out there. There's Opening Up by Tristan Tormarino. There's the, the like, Bible of Polly, The Ethical Slut by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, great books. There are FetLife groups that you can go out there to. Polly and Kinky and Kinky and Polly and, and just Polly. Um, right here in Columbus, there's an actual group that meets once a month to talk about Polly. It's a huge group mm-hmm. um, that meets over at... The UU. No, they oh, meet they, at they the change? Columbus in, uh, Insight Center. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the room, um, and I believe it's the second Monday. But they are called um, Poly Columbus. Poly Columbus, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can get information on them from FetLife. So yeah, and you'll find here's the thing: even amongst here, here oh, Polly uh, is different. Like we keep saying, Polly is different for each person. But that doesn't. It's like we, Sheba and I have a uh, set of parameters. And we post ours, right? Yeah, ours are on, if you're if you're interested in ours, um, ours are on www.panpolybdsm.com, and you'll you'll see it in our relationship. You'll look down, you'll say um, there's our agreements, and it lists exactly how our agreements go, and and so it provi- provides the basic framework for how we do our poly. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Sheba does poly way differently than I do. Yeah. So even even though we are primary partners, his poly looks a lot different than my poly does. Mm-hmm. So so don't don't feel like, you know, you're a partner and you have to come up with one set of rules that you're going to, you know, feel comfortable both of you with. You may have to tweak a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. in order to make it fit both of you and make you both happy. And be understanding. 
And why I say that is because Sheba and I actually spent years, years kind of polishing our poly. It was when we first started, it was, there was all the fraught with rules and like these little regulations and little, I mean, it was a like literal minefield of trying to navigate other relationships. And then as we decided what worked and what didn't, we threw uh, stuff out and we added stuff in. And finally we've gotten it down to a very uh, well oiled system that we know exactly what the other expects of us in, in, in a, in a, whenever we're going to step outside of our relationship and form other relationships. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is I had someone that, that I've been playing with, um, t- tell me that like there was a certain amount of looking up, you know, to, to us and our relationship and, and how ethical I was in, in my play with this person and how I don't ever step outside you know, I don't ever make a choice in the moment to step over my boundaries that mm-hmm. I've set with this person or that I've set with with my primary on my poly. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was and he was like, you must really love Barrick, you know, in order to be that loyal. And, and I said, it, it really it has nothing to do with Barrick. It has everything to do with how I'm going to feel about myself when I look at myself in the mirror in the morning. You know, it has everything to do with my own sense of self, my own integrity, my ability to stay within my boundaries is all about, I made a promise to myself with those boundaries Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be accountable to myself. Yep. You know, I think that's some, I think that's something that people don't understand. Right. You know, I think that when people, a lot of people go into poly, they go, well, I promised this to my partner and, uh, you know, they won't know or whatever. It's it's, it's not about it's that. It's not about that. You, it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's about you looking at yourself in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know? And do you like the person that's there? Do you respect the person that's there? Mm-hmm. You know? So, because if you don't, you know, if you don't love the person in the mirror and you don't respect that person in the mirror and you don't think that they're a person who's got integrity, you are certainly not going to have a partner that has any of those qualities. Yep. Yep. And I think we attract, uh, we attract partners at equal levels of, of a lot of different aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's why, that's why you and I are together because we have the same, a lot of the same values in, in ourselves. We have the same expectations of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's one of the reasons we mesh so well, even though, you know, you like shoes and I like hate shoes. You watch the housewives of God knows fucking where. And, and you like, watch burn notice. Right. And I watch burn notice. <laughs> hey, Mike Weston, he's the guy. <laughs> I like that. Guy. I love that show. Anyway. Um, but, but the thing about it is. Is yes, it's all about your, your yourself, and and I, I share the same things with my partners. And the biggest thing for me in the poly is knowing that I'm in it for the love, I'm in it for the the, the long haul, I'm in it for the relationship. Uh-huh. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm in it. You're for not the, in it for the sex. No, I'm really not. I'm really not. I mean, I love sex is a great side effect. <laughs> totally great side of it, but I, I, I honestly am more interested in, yeah, I guess I'm at a stage in my life where I'm really interested in quality over quantity, right? And I'm not interested in having lots of little run around girly girls or, you know, whatever, because I'm interested in, in doing long-term stuff. Uh-huh. You know, I'm interested in creating long-term relationships. Uh-huh. Um, and you 
No, I'm interested in that too. Yeah, but but I'm also. But you're hitting your sexual peak right, right, exactly. right now. <laughs> so you're looking for something, you know. So I'm looking for all of it, yeah. you know. Not only do I want, you know, long term, loving, intimate relationships, mm-hmm. you know, but I also want, yeah, really high, intense sexual relationships mm-hmm. where I can make the most of this. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, women hit a peak and then, yeah. I mean, why not I know. roll with it? Right, ride that right, wave. Right, totally. <laughs> I mean, hormonally right now, you're, your body's, body's going wild. <laughs> you know? And, and it's, it's great. You know, for me as, as, a, as, a, uh, as a, you know, I guess I would even consider myself middle age, which is weird. Oh! <gasps> It is. Say it's, it's not so. It's totally weird because, like, my in my head, I'm like 27. <laughs> really, I, you know, I mean, I'm like, I like, I'm like a, a really wise 27 year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? A really wise. And it's funny because I was talking at work. I was at work with this 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 older guy, right? And he was I fucking got to be 80 years old. And I'm like, how old do you feel? And he goes, I don't know. I feel like, you know, my body feels like I'm 80, but my mind in my mind i feel like i'm still 35 or 40 and i'm like wow that makes sense you know because i feel a lot younger than that and um and i do a lot of things younger and i act a lot of uh, things you know of, of when i of how i was when i was that age so who knows mm. you know but but there are certain aspects of my my self that i'm viewing as like no i, I don't want that anymore yeah. you know i'm not going to make that choice anymore and so I think it's really powerful to, to be able to, to, I think it's really great to be able to empower myself to go, no, <clears throat> I'm going to listen to what my body and spirit want. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I think that's the big thing. Cause I'm chasing my bliss in a much more kind of like, it's like, you remember the joke I always tell? Yeah. About the cows about up the on cow, the hill. Right. About the bulls you, up on top of the you've, hill. You've gone from being the younger bull. Right. To being the older bull. Absolutely. I have. <laughs> I have. So, so if you don't know what we're talking about, I, I, I tell this joke frequently where this, where this really young and eager bull is standing on the top of a hill uh, surveying all these cows with his, uh, his uh, grandfather, uh, who's a, a fair amount older. And, and he's, he's saying to his grandfather bull, he's saying, he's saying, hey, 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 grandfather, see that, see that one cow over there? See that really juicy looking cow way down there? And let's run down and fuck her. And, and grandfather says, no. No, no grandson. Let's walk down and fuck them all. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, it's like I've lost, I've lost the eager and kind of gotten more into the, you know, the kind of like, yeah, here's what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's conserve energy and use it where it's supposed to be. Where where it's supposed to be. It could be expended. Right, right. (laughs) I don't know how we got from Polly to... Bulls having sex with cows. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about um, what's coming up. All right, let's talk about what's coming up. Well, what, we already the talked about the up? we already talked about the meet and greet that's coming okay. up on December fourteenth. All right, woohoo! Woo. But then the night after that, <clears throat> we have the season's beatings party. On, Absolutely, on December fifteenth, oh, which I'm is actually about that. you should be excited, but I'm more excited. Do you know why? Why? Because it's going to be our first time doing a holiday masquerade ball. Really? Yes. 
For those of you who want to play along, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are more than welcome to come in some kinky finery and, and be the masked crusader if you want. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, but we are encouraging those who want to play dress up and whose kink it is to costume themselves um, to come and play with me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm going to be masquerading the bell of the ball <laughs> so to speak are we are we going to set aside a room for that or is it just going to be no it's it's all about costumes it's okay. all we want everyone to see us not be shoved into a room by ourselves well Hello. there's a small room in the back with a bed <laughs> i'm hoping more people than can fit on a tiny little bed will dress up with me <laughs> i'm sure they will i'm sure they will because a lot but of i got a fabulous outfit and i got a fabulous mask and i cannot yeah. wait I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people love the, you know, the whole dress up thing. I'm, I've been surprised actually. Uh, you know, how many people have the same kink I do? The SM stand and yeah. model. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised. No, I. I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't think I would. That's. I think that's part of the reason that 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 the theme nights at at, at Wicked and Cope are so successful. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody loves to dress up, and and even I do. I mean, I went the last time with the steampunk thing. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! I loved being the mayor of Steampunkville. <laughs> You know, that was fantastic. You know, it was, I, and I love that hat. I love the whole thing. I loved it all. It was great. So. And occasionally he'll put it on just for the hell of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so just so you know, um, the Seasons Beatings Party is at uh, Princeton, the Princeton Club. Uh, we're, uh, we're on the second floor in the VIP room. You can uh, access that through the front of the building. And when we say front, we mean um, the north side of the building uh, closest to the street. There is a carport, and you just hop on under it, and there's an open door. You just head right up the stairs, and there we are. Um, please bring a picture, uh, government-issued ID. And when we say government, we mean any government. doesn't matter if you bring one from, you know, Uzbekistan Ube- or... Ooh. Right? Yeah, or Chile's fine. Oh. Or you can bring it from Ohio. Right? <laughs> you can bring your driver's license. You know, we're good with driver's license. We're good with passports. We're good with whatever. You know, um, as long as it is a governmental issue. Um don't bring us a, a picture visa card or a school ID. Sorry, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So one last uh, thing about winter wickedness. Um, we are really uh, in almost in high gear. It is eight weeks away. Ooh. You know, where it, I'm, I'm doing some, you know, work in the kink labs to get some new furniture made. We have some new furniture hopefully coming from out of state. We have um, uh, the theme... Which is? Well, you're the one. It's your theme. Fairy tales and fantasies. Fairy tales and fantasies. <laughs> Whatever your dark, nasty little fantasy is, mm-hmm. dress up and come on out on Friday mm-hmm. night. Yeah, we are. We're when we say fairy tales and fantasies, we're mainly referring to like you know Grimm's fairy tales and or whatever their or, fantasy or whatever is. Your fa- well, you know, a lot of people's fantasy is is what. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, it, it could be I used D to, along with A, B, and C. Right. My person, <laughs> you know, I love the 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 um the Orion slave girl from one of those old, the the green girl from the Star Trek. That, oh, well, there you go. You're right. I would love one of those. I so, w- I could totally see you as James T. Kirk. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, although I don't talk like him. <laughs> 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 Tell me, it's not going to happen that way, Spock. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, there, there, that's the extent of my awful Kirk uh, imitation. 
<laughs> you know, I was not, you know, I don't get me wrong. I was a geek. I, I was a closet geek. I loved mm-hmm. Star Trek. I loved Star Wars. I loved um, all of the Star Treks, except I didn't really like the one where they traveled to the Delta Quadrant with Janeway or whatever the fuck that yeah, was. Yeah, the new that one. Was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and I didn't like Deep Space Nine very much, although I liked Avery Brooks a lot. But I liked him as Hawk in, in, in Spencer for Hire. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, How did we go from kinky podcast to Spencer for Hire? Hello? If you had a six-foot black man with an eight-inch revolver coming at you with one of those <laughs> big fucking coats, you would lay down and spread your legs. Maybe a nine or ten-inch revolver. <laughs> <laughs> with a nine or ten-inch barrel on that fucker. <laughs> I know about you and Coke can. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so Winter Wickedness is sold out. However, the waiting list is open, and we have plenty of slots left on the waiting list. Traditionally, we um, do have some cancellations, and we've had a few already. So we will be going through the uh, the waiting list fairly quickly. Last time, we got up to number 30 on the waiting list, which was fantastic. Um, so don't ever think that you can't get on there. Yes. All right. And we already talked about how to contact us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out our websites, just just so you know, at adventuresinsexuality.org. Um, it's one of the best ways to contact us and see what we're doing, See, and that's updated on a regular basis by the Penny Girl. She's our web mistress. Our web mistress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. So... We want to thank you for listening to another episode of BSing with Barrick and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. We will be back on the first Monday of next month. That'll be what? January 7th. January 7th. Okay, I'm done. You can turn it off.